Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Cody. Jansen with you on today's edition of Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at uh, royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation the Mediterranean chicken. Just put a tweet out on Ryan Getzlaff on pending UFA Ryan Getzlaff, legacy player for the Anaheim Ducks there in the driver's seat to sign him. That said, if he goes to the UFA, could see several teams in on him with a base plus bonus type of deal. And we're going to get the thoughts of our next guest. NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Pay no overtime rates on their 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. John, do you see... Ryan Getzloff leaving the Anaheim Ducks? It, it wouldn't surprise me now, Bob. And, and here, here's one of the reasons um, I think it's possible. And that is the success that Corey Perry's had the last two years. Uh, when you think that Corey left the, and, and didn't get renewed by the, in fact, got bought out by the, by the Ducks uh, and has gone on to two consecutive Stanley Cup finals, uh, albeit for you know minimal salaries, um, I, I think that that's an impetus for a guy like Getzlaff to say, "Hey, I want one last kick at the can." Uh, and I think it's an impetus for teams to say, "You know what, guys like Perry and Getzlaff, who have been you know valuable members of championship teams before and, and quality players, still have a little in the tank left." Uh, and so it wouldn't surprise me. So, so this to me is just there. You know, we we've seen other other players try it. We saw Patrick Marlowe try it. We've seen Joe Thornton try it. Uh, but to me, the most successful guy that, at a later stage in his career to have success is Corey Perry. And I can see Ryan Getzlaff saying, "I want a bit of that too." Some would say it's a pipe dream to get him here to Edmonton um, as a potential third line center. I would believe, and my knowledge on this might be okay, 
I would believe that the, the, his camp would probably contemplate a base plus bonus deal. Do you think he makes sense to the Oilers if he ends up becoming a UFA? Well, you know, it, it is such a difficult topic because how much is left in the tank? Um, you know, there are certain aspects. I mean, he's still one of the great passers in the game, Bob. I mean, imagine what he could do on a, on an Oiler power play. Uh, you know, at some point, could could that be a factor? He still has his size. Is he fast enough anymore? Um, he, I, I, there's no question that he could be more physical. But this goes back to how much he views and how much a team views that uh, is in the tank. Uh, and that's the part that you have to, that's really the part you have to measure. Uh, again, I think Anaheim, look, they're clearly in the driver's seat here. Bob Murray's got a couple days left to get him signed. Uh, Ryan's whole family has grown up in Southern California. If he does to go to free agency, I'm going to tell you right now, the L.A. Kings will be in on Ryan Getzlaff as well. Make no mistake. And that might be an easier sell, John, on the home front. Uh, perhaps. Yeah, no, you're, that, you're not wrong. Really but, uh, uh, again, I'm not sure that that's the way L.A. is going. You know, L.A. LA's, uh, I mean, you can see with what Rob Blake's trying to do is uh, he's convinced that he has to make the playoffs and he's in arguably, I think, the, uh, the weakest division in the National Hockey League is, the, is going to be the Pacific. Uh, so you, you better be one of those top three teams. And uh, from that perspective, um, you know that that's what I, that's why I think Rob made the Victor Arvid trade, um, and uh, I, I think that uh, every one of these managers in the Pacific's under a little bit of pressure to to get to the postseason. What did you think of what Vancouver did acquiring Connor Garland and Oliver Ekman Larson? Well, it's uh, <laughs> you know that Jim Benning finally got his guy fourteen months later, uh, eight months later, whatever it is. Uh, because he he was so focused last summer on trying to get Ekman Larson to Vancouver that uh, that he lost focus on losing a couple of other free agents like Tyler Toffoli. Um, so t- I think that uh, uh, there's a little bit of Sedin influence in uh, getting Ekman Larson there and hopefully changing his attitude and, and his, his work ethic. And he seems to be saying the right things. Uh, in the last couple of days, and he understands he hasn't played well. If he can play anywhere near his potential, then heck, it is a uh, on ice. It's a it's a uh, uh, it's a great deal for Vancouver. They didn't give up anything. They got rid of some ugly contracts contracts that you know that Jim did uh, a few years back. Um, but remember. Uh, they owe Oliver Ekman Larson fifty million dollars now, Bob. Yeah, and he's 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 basically uh, he's he's con- contracted to the Vancouver Canucks for the rest of the decade. Uh, that's uh, that's something to be said. John, what did you think of the work by Kevin Adams and the Buffalo Sabers? Well, I, I mean, in the circumstances, in, in many ways, what Adams did was set the mark. He set he set the tone uh, with the Ristolainen deal. Uh, to Philadelphia, that allowed Columbus to say, "Okay, we think Seth Jones is better than Ristolainen." But I think that to get a first-round pick um, and a and a goaltending prospect, would, and then gosh knows Buffalo needs goaltending, and if if Levi can be uh, as good as pe- some people say he can, and that's that's not a bad deal. 
Um, and uh, and then to get another future uh, first-round pick in either 22 or 23 for Sam Reinhardt, uh, then that's uh, th- then that's not a bad deal either. Although I, I'm one of those guys. I I'm a Sam Reinhardt fan. I would have kept Sam Reinhardt. You have to keep somebody. Um, but as Reinhardt said himself, we had a difficult time getting long-term deals done in Buffalo, and so it was time to move on. What's going to happen with Jack Eichel? Wow, that's. I mean, it, it's funny we uh, on on the the McCallum podcast today we talked about it for 25 minutes because. There are so many unknowns. I mean, what is his health? Uh, can you outprice yourself, Kevin Adams, to, to getting uh, the right commodities for Eichel? Um, or is it just just as important getting fewer fewer you know uh, players or prospects just to get rid of the ten million dollars? Um, if if you're in fact rebuilding, as it appears that they are rebuilding. Um, to, to, so to get from from out from under that contract is that the most valuable thing? But right now, Kevin wants to do both. He wants to get out from under the contract and wants at least four different, uh, uh, you know, prospects and picks and players to help the team get through the next couple of years as well. Uh, but the, and and that's difficult. And, and and you know whether it's Boston or the Rangers or Minnesota that keep being rumored for for Eichel. If I'm Billy Guerin or Chris Drury or or Don Sweeney, I'm saying I want to see the medical records. Uh, I want to have a discussion with Jack and with Peter Fish about you know are we going the surgical route? Are we going to go the rehab route? What are we doing with that disc issue in the neck? Um, boy, oh boy! I, in, in my opinion, if I, if you were if you were a manager of a team, Bob, and you came to me for advice, I'd tell you I'd stay away from Jack Eichel every day of the week. Yeah, but that that's not the case. There's lots of teams going to be knocking at the door, and um, and whether he wants to pay the price or not is is really the key. All right, uh, let's go through potential options for Edmonton. Adam Larson making the decision that he did, understandable. It's his prerogative. Went through a personal tragedy here in Edmonton. Uh, maybe Seattle reminds him of home. Um, situation is what it is. So, how do you rebuild the Oilers' defense, John, without having Adam Larson there? Do you just sign a replacement for Larson, or do you do a double switch? What do you do? Well, I, uh, you know, I think that what, what Kenny's options are is, you know, you could go out and and, and trying to find a body. Um, but if you're if you're gonna go if you're gonna go to market on Wednesday at noon Eastern time, um, the last thing you need to do and want to do is get into a bidding war. You know, um, you know, with with what has gone on and what's going on out there, is you have to wonder if there's a way to try to find something via trade, um, as opposed to getting in a for the sake of argument, getting in a bidding war for David Savard. And how much do we know? How much left is on David Savard? You know, can he can he fill the can he fill that void? Uh, who? What other? And this is where the Tyson Berry thing comes in. Is, is is it just as simple as saying, okay, well now, no Larson, we sign Barry? I don't think it is. I mean, they're such different players, and they they provide such different qualities to the blue line that I, I'm not sure that Tyson Berry is the the answer for replacing Adam Larson. Uh, we do know that Tyson wants to play in Edmonton, which is a, which is a nice thing to have, uh, and perhaps it, that will be something that that can get worked out. 
but to me, I, I almost think I almost think, and without trying with with trying to avoid a bidding war on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, uh, is Kenny better to take his time and try to manufacture a trade of some sort in order to help the back end? All right, uh, I'm going to give you some names. So, can you go with Barry Bouchard and Bear on the right side, or do you need a different pretty- dimension? Uh, I want I want I want somebody bigger and I want somebody more physical in my personal opinion. You on, uh, at least one at least one person over there. You mentioned David Savard. Uh, Elliot thinks he's going to Montreal. Everybody everybody thinks he's going to Montreal, but you know we all thought that Pierre Luc Dubois was going to Montreal at one point too. Eric Branson, any time for him? Um, not now. Okay. No, I, I I liked him in I actually liked him in Vancouver quite a bit, but uh, you know I think that that was two years ago. Um, uh, if if he can't if he can't stick uh, in Ottawa and then in Nashville, uh, I don't think he can stick in Edmonton. Travis Hamonic. That's an interesting one. I I again it goes back to me. I mean, if Travis Hamonic is healthy, and, and Travis Travis Hamonic is you know not. Uh, not distracted somehow, some way. But Travis Hamonic could be a pretty good hockey player. Um, but I just, uh, you, you just have to wonder. Uh, he's had a horrendous injury season. He the opt out for COVID, and he had every right to do that. I respect that 100. Um, percent And then Vancouver was in many ways a disaster for him. Uh, but he's a good team player, um, and you have to think that there's something left. If he if he isn't doesn't have chronic injuries, and I don't have medical records to tell you whether he has chronic injuries or not. Jason Demers or Yanni Hockenpah? Uh, neither does anything for me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let's switch to left wing. Zach Hyman. Is it Fatacom please going to end up in Edmonton? What do you think? Uh, I think it's pointing in that uh, direction, Bob. I mean, I think we all thought that, uh, you know, the price of getting this, uh, the, the Maple Leafs would be uh, rather malleable of what they were prepared to allow uh, Edmonton to do and give them. But obviously, Kyle doesn't want to do anybody a favor. and uh, That's the business he's in, and I can understand that. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Hyman sign uh, in the afternoon on, uh, on, on Wednesday. Yeah. Mike Smith signed a two-year extension here. Do the orders come back with Smith and Koskinen? I I, I have my doubts. I I think this is another uh, another place uh, on the shopping list for Holland uh, that he goes and finds a way to uh, to to and I, I mean this with a tremendous amount of respect to put Mike in the right spot uh, because as a 40-year-old, I wonder if Mike still can be that starting goaltender in an 82-game schedule. And 82 games is a lot different than 56. Uh, and and the way the schedule worked without Mike, what, what, what did he miss? The first nine or ten games? Thirteen. Okay. Um, so he 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 worked on a you know on a 40 game schedule. So you you can't have, you can't expect Mike. Mike to do double that schedule, and I don't think in play. So you need to find somebody that's a one A or a one B, and and I would make one. I would make Mike the one B, and I'd be out there hunting for a one A. Final one for you: the Calgary Flames 
Are they the team to watch over the next three or four days? I don't, you know, it's funny because I, I think the changes that they need to make, uh, I don't think there's a deadline of of Wednesday or Friday. I think that uh, what Brad and Daryl need to do over the over the off season period is something that uh, is, um, is 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 attainable. But I would not put a deadline in it, uh, a deadline of saying the next two or three days. Um, you know, they have to do something. I think that there's a, you know, I think they've already admitted that there needs to be a change in the culture. I think you saw that when they, you know, they, they gambled and wouldn't, wouldn't pay for Giordano to stay for the, for the year. Um, so from that perspective, I think that, uh, yes, they are somebody to watch, but I wouldn't put a deadline of it of two or three days. John, much appreciated. Thanks for your time. Okay, Bob. For Legacy Heating and Cooling, that is John Shannon. It's 150 at Edmonton. We'll take a two-minute timeout. Come back and wrap up Oilers now. It is 152 at Edmonton. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Rich Ford and Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough, payments or interest rates that are too high or that you may want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt Rich Johnny in the Game at Brent Rich Ford. Or call them, or give them a call, 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. All right, quick text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, where is the James Neal uh, buyout? Uh, one comes to us from Jensen. In theory, the Oilers can uh, place Neal on waivers tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock and still buy him out between now and when free agency opens. So that's how it works. We go to List Day and Oilers history for New West Travel. This September, travel to a private WestJet charter flight to Whistler, B.C., play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwesttravel.com. Here's Cody Jansen. Well, let's go back to 2007 here. Dustin Penner, massive pay raise, signing an offer sheet from the Oilers as a restricted free agent. Kevin Lowe signed Penner five years, $21 million deal. 93 goals in three-plus seasons. And then the Oilers flipped him and got a first-round draft pick from L.A. that turned out to be Oscar Kleffbaum. This day in Oilers history for New West Travel experience a great golf holiday to Whistler, B.C. in a private WestJet charter. Play four spectacular mountain courses details at newwesttravel.com. Tomorrow, uh, two guests. Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Um, we'll tell you that uh, they're racing 6.15s Friday and Sunday out at Century Mile. You can watch and wager online at hbibet.com or go down to Century Mile as well. Tonight, Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins. Reed will have a recap of the Oilers weekend with the NHL draft, the Mike Smith signing, and more. Here, the unveiling of the Edmonton Elks All-Stars in categories of special team and defensive line, and Elks play-by-play voice Morley Scott will be on the show. Uh, up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then a 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jay Lynn Nye. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chet.